Center. You need wheels, we've got the deals. Hi, this is Mark Matthews. I bought the TMD truck from you about, about a month ago? Sure, I remember. How's the Mega Turbo doing? Well, the truck is running just fine, but the problem is more with me. Oh, really? What's wrong with it? Well, since I got the truck, I've been experiencing a lot of back pain. That truck really isn't designed for a smooth ride. I figured that out, so either I need to trade it in for something a little smoother... Or I have to wear a back brace for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'll be here all day. Would you like to stop over and look at some of our other trucks? Sounds good. I'll stop in a little later. So you want to grow some tomato plants here? That's what we were thinking, Mrs. G. You girls did a nice job on your garden mats. Yes, they did. And they provided enough room so that the plants aren't crowded either. Growing what God has created can be so much fun. Here's an interesting tomato. Here's the story behind it. It says in the 1930s, a radiator repairman was on the verge of bankruptcy. He crossbred four different kinds of tomatoes, and what came about was this tasty big tomato called the mortgage lifter. Hey, maybe we should try to grow that one. It goes on to say that the man sold each plant for one dollar. He sold around a thousand tomato plants in about six years and was able to pay what he owed on his mortgage in full. What's a mortgage? Is that something you eat? <laughs> no, Lizzie. A mortgage is when a bank loans money to somebody in order for them to buy a home or a business. Oh, I see now. I think we have one of those. Are we late for the steady? No, we're just waiting for Mr. G and Mark to get back from Valuerama. Rudy, Joey, the girls are planning a garden. Would you be interested in growing something in Lizzie's backyard? Her dad said it was okay. We're picking out which kind of tomatoes we want to grow. Joey and I can grow better tomatoes than you and Peanut. Rudy, have you ever grown anything before? When I was younger, I took care of a weed and it grew really big. Oh, brother, boys. I have an idea. Why don't we have a contest? Both teams could plant the same kind of tomatoes on the same day, later this spring. And the team that grows the biggest tomatoes wins. That sounds like fun. Then we can make my favorite sandwich, a BLT, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwiches. Yum.
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know that you know all things. We thank you for providing another car for Mark, which won't hurt his back, and for graciously providing all of our physical needs. We approach your holy throne, recognizing that our greatest need is for salvation. We earnestly pray for your mercy and grace for those listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Lizzie, would you say our memory verse for us? Sure, Titus 3, verse 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Today, our study will focus on being a servant of God. Joey, will you read Matthew 21, 28 and 29? Jesus was speaking at the time to the religious leaders of his day. Okay. Matthew 21, verse 28 through 29. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first, and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not, but afterward he repented and went. Thank you. Mark, would you read the next two verses? I'd be glad to, Mr. G. Matthew 21, verses 30 and 31. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did the will of his father? They say unto him, The first, Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. Notice that the first son is a picture of all those who by nature are spiritually dead, but then are turned to repentance or salvation when God focuses in on them by his grace and gives them eternal life. What about the other son, Mr. G? Is he like the seed that fell on the stony ground or the thorns? You're exactly right, Peanut. Um, would you like to read, let's see, Matthew 13, 20 and 21? Okay, Matthew thirteen twenty and 21. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution ariseth, because of the word, by and by he is offended. You see, the other son is a tragic picture of a person who believes he or she is serving God, but cannot in reality because God has not provided salvation for him. Aline, would you read Matthew seven nineteen through 21? All right. Matthew seven nineteen through 21. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Lizzie, can you follow up with the next two verses? Okay, Mr. G. Matthew 7, verse 22 and 23. Many will say to me, In that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils? and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Hmm, that reminds me 
of a very faithful hymn. And I think I'll have uh, Peanut, if you can read the words, the title is Not What My Hands Have Done. Okay, Mr. G. Not what my hands have done can save my guilty soul. Not what my toiling flesh has borne can make my spirit whole. Not what I feel or do can give me peace with God. Not all my prayers and sighs and tears can bear my awful load. Thy work alone, O Christ, can ease this weight of sin. Thy blood alone, O Lamb of God, can give me peace within. Thy love to me, O God, not mine, O Lord, to Thee, can rid me of this dark unrest and set my spirit free. Thy grace alone, O God, to me can pardon speak. Thy power alone, O Son of God, can this sore bondage break. No other work save thine, no other blood will do. No strength save that which is divine can bear me safely through. I bless the Christ of God, I rest on love divine, and with unfaltering lip and heart I call this Savior mine. His cross dispels each doubt I bury in his tomb, each thought of unbelief and fear, each lingering shade of gloom. I praise the God of grace, I trust his truth and might. He calls me his, I call him mine, my God, my joy, my light. Tis he who saveth me, and freely pardon gives. I love because he loveth me, I live because he lives. Now let's look at a few of God's instructions for his servants. Rudy, would you like to read 2 Timothy 2.24? Do I have to, Grandpa? I have a headache and I don't feel like doing it. I'm sorry to hear that, Rudy. Maybe after the Bible study you can lie down a bit. But for now, read the verse, please. Okay, Grandpa. And the servant of the... Rudy, wait a second. You forgot to give the reference. Can you start over, please? Uh, Grandpa, Titus 3, 5. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience. Thanks, Rudy. Let's see. Peanut, can you take 2 Timothy 2.15 and Mark, if you can take verse 19, please. Okay. Okay, sure, Mr. G. 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. In Luke 17.10, God also says, So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Lizzie, can you read John fifteen, fifteen and 16? Uh, yeah. John 15, verse 15 and 16. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, 
that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Great. Now, Joey, why don't you repeat our memory verse one last time for the boys and girls listening at home. Sure, Mr. G. Titus 3, verse 5. Not by works of... Um, I need to work on it some more, Mr. G. Can you read it out of your Bible, Joey? Oh, yeah, that's the easy way. Titus 3, verse 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Well, kids, we've come to the end of another program. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!